Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unexplained World Internet Radio Broadcast with your host, Edward Cheney, a paranormal, spiritual observer, and psychic reader, along with Annette, a high priestess and psychic reader. The Unexplained World is a location where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy, so enjoy. Listeners, welcome to the December 16th broadcast of the Unexplained World with your host, Edward Shanahan, that's me, and Annette. Okay, listeners, I've received a phone call. Uh, we are still going to be doing past life readings uh, as soon as Annette gets on the line. I received a phone call about an hour ago. She was uh, stuck in traffic. Uh, if you're from the Chicagoland area or the Midwest, you know, we've been pretty well clobbered with snow and uh, an hour ago, she was telling me as soon as she gets home, she'll be right online. Um, so we'll bring her on then. Uh, for those that are interested in calling, the number is 646-915-9653. Okay. Uh, tonight, we, besides the past life readings, I, I also posted that we we're going to do a little tribute for the families and the soldiers who are out there and um, protecting us in the world, basically, if you want to look at it that way. And it's something I came across on the Internet. It's free. It was downloadable. And uh, they even have the scripts online as far as the, uh, the words and everything to the song. And I'm going to play it now while we wait for our Annette and... Uh, like I said, she'll be here soon. But this is called A Soldier's Silent Night. This is to all the soldiers and their families who have their loved ones who won't be home with them with the, along during the holiday. And you can find this at soldierssilentnight.com. And I'd like to play it now. It was the night before Christmas. He lived all alone in a one-bedroom house made of plaster and stone. I had come down the chimney with presents to give to see just who in this dwelling did live. I looked all around, a strange sight to see. No tinsel, no presents, not even a tree. No stockings on the mantel, just boots filled with sand. On the wall hung pictures of far distant lands. Medals and badges, awards of every kind. A sobering thought came alive in my mind. This house was different. It was dark, it was dreary. I had found the home of a soldier. I could see that most clearly. The soldier lay sleeping, silent, alone, curled up on the floor in this one-bedroom home. His face was so gentle, the room in such disorder, not at all how I pictured a United States soldier. Was this the hero of whom I'd just read, curled up on a poncho, the floor for a bed? Then I realized the other families that I saw this night owed their lives to soldiers who were willing to fight. In the morning round the world, children would play. Grown-ups would celebrate a bright Christmas day. 
but they all enjoy freedom each month of the year because of soldiers like the one lying here. I couldn't help but wonder how many lay alone on a cold Christmas Eve in lands far from home. The very thought brought a tear to my eye. I dropped to my knees and I started to cry. The soldier awakened. I heard his rough voice. Santa, don't cry. This life is my choice. I fight for freedom. I don't ask for more. My life is my God, my country, my core. The soldier rolled over and drifted to sleep. But I couldn't control it, and I continued to weep. I kept watch for hours, so silent and still, as both of us shivered from the cold night's chill. I didn't want to leave him on that cold, dark night, this guardian of honor, so willing to fight. Then the soldier rolled over with a voice soft and pure. He whispered, carry on, Santa. It's Christmas Day, all secure. One look at my watch, I knew he was right. Merry Christmas, my friend. May God bless you this night. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. That's our little tribute to the soldiers tonight and their families. And I, I will play it again <clears throat> at the end of the show. And if you're interested in downloading that song, you can get it at soldierssilentnight.com. And also the lyrics are there, too. Annette, hello. Hello, Ed. How are you this evening? Uh, how, how was your journey? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it went very well. Thank you. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, needless to say, we, I don't know about your area, but we got hit pretty good with some snow. I spent did, all morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you're right there on the lake, so I could just imagine. Um, so, well, one thing could be said, it looks like we're going to have a white Christmas, huh? Annual. That's right. My little boy told me when it was snowing, oh, look, Mommy, see, Santa made it snow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was telling the listeners that you will be doing uh, a, f- a few past life readings, as many as we could get in. We pretty right. much have a full show. We will play that song again, A Soldier's Silent Night, at the end of the show. Um, and guess you could call in at 646-915-9653. I also would like to thank everybody who is making us their favorites, uh, the show, the program. And um, feel free to, listeners, and uh, feel free to rank us also. And uh, But I'd like, we got an abundance of friends that have signed up with the, with the radio program and everything like that. So thank you very much. Um, Annette, um, I know we didn't have much, we didn't have that much time to talk before the show. But for those listening to this show and who've listened to it um, on and off throughout the time we've been on, um, what does this broadcast tonight make for us? Let's see if I catch you off guard. This is one year anniversary. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, we created this thing uh, a year ago, and... uh, We've been here ever since. So, um, And thank you to the listeners. You're the ones that keep us coming back. Annette, are you ready for doing some past lives? I am ready. Okay. Uh, do you want to explain to the people how it's going to be done, um, what you do okay. in the process? I do. Um, what I do is I read um, rune stones. Some people call them witches' runes. Some say they're called goddess runes. Um, they're stones with rune markings upon them. And I say hello to you when you call in, and um, I will just ask you where you're from and toss the stones. It's the pattern that the stones fall into, and then the meaning of each stone, how it falls in the pattern, it tells me the story of your past life. Okay, okay. We got a couple of callers. We'll get to them right away. Um, in, a little, in a little while in the show, we're going to have also uh, a little peek at the next broadcast on December 30th, 
because one of them is an interview Annette did with a gentleman that was haunted by demons, and we're also going to do a broadcast, a rebroadcast of the segment from when I tried to raise the spirits in the people's houses. But right now, let's take a, a call from our first caller. It's area code 770, number 826. Hello, 770-826. Are you there? Uh, yes, I'm here. Hi, Hi. Who are we talking to? Hello. Hi. You're talking to Juana. Okay, Juana. Can you talk up just a little bit louder, please? Yes. Okay. Uh, is it Wanda? Yes. Okay. Just want to be sure. <laughs> Hi, Wanda. I'm Annette. Hi. Um, I will just go right ahead on into it, okay? Okay. What area are you from, Wanda? Where am I from? Yeah. Where are you calling from? Oh, I'm calling from Georgia. Oh, okay. Very nice. Okay, Wanda. Um, The first thing I can tell you is that you were um, a woman in this particular past life that we're looking at. Um, The grouping is kind of showing me, um, oh, it feels almost like a spiral with... um, an extra curve off at the bottom. So um, in, in the beginning, a spiral um, usually talks to me about um, continuity, balance, um, uh, like an even type of a lifetime, okay? It has this little curl off at the end when we'll get into it more in detail, but I'm thinking that that's going to show us so that maybe that the continuity, that the lifestyle that you were used to was really thrown for a spin, towards the end of your life, like maybe from, oh, age 45 or 50 until your death. So, um, first of all, I show that family and home are very important to you. Um, You are one who looks to um, your spouse to um, guide and lead the family. Um, Very spiritual in this lifetime. Um, You are one that may have been a minister's wife, something to that extent, because um, you were so close to your spirituality. I mean, you knew who your divine was personally. Um, let's see. Um, I believe that... Hmm, I'm just trying to see all the stones here before I come and tell you. Um it was money that became an issue for you upon the death of your spouse that kind of whirled things out of balance. Um, of course, like I said before, you looked up to him to lead you and to guide you. And when he passed, um, I see him being a little bit older than you in the first place. So if you were perhaps in your late 40s, early 50s, he was probably 10 to 15 years older than you were. You're probably a very young bride. He was probably more substantiated in the community when you were wed. There, there are children, and uh, the, the one that stands beside you throughout is your eldest son. Because of the money issue, it's just that you're not in the same uh, social status. Perhaps you, um, you, I'm seeing here that the, the home is upset, so probably there was a loss of a house or you had to move to a home that was more modest. See, or perhaps even in with the sun that stands with you. You live out your life to be very old, and I would say that it was because of some kind of an illness that was brought from another place. Oh, it could be like a smallpox or something along those lines, an illness that comes unexpectedly, even though you were very old, it, it came and hit quick and it was done. I don't see it as a cancer or a long, drawn-out thing. It was a disease of breathing. Um, I don't, I, I'm so bad with knowing medical stuff, but I see that it's bad with breathing and fever and you go quickly. I would say that the thing that you learned out of this lifetime that I'm speaking about is um, a little bit of modesty uh, as far as your place in the community, because it was you were very shocked at the at how easy it was for you to have to um, oh take a step back from what you were used to, just because your husband passed away. And um, 
I just see him being like a minister or as a leader, and you felt really let down that the people of the community didn't rally to help you and your family when you had your loss, when he passed. So you probably just learned a little bit of modesty about how whew, society works in that kind of a manner. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. And um, like I say, lived out your life, and it seems that, you know, you were not um, a big worrier or someone who dwelled on the fact that that happened to you. You really learned from that. So I don't think that in following lifetimes that you had to repeat that. It was a surprise in that lifetime, but you, de you dealt with it very well. Hmm, okay. So that's my past life reading for you, Wanda. Okay. Thank you, Thank you for calling, Wanda. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, uh, we talked about Annette. I threw, whoa, we just lost Annette. Darn it. Uh, if she, hopefully she'll be calling back in. Okay, um, I, threw, I threw a question out to Annette before when we had, um, when we did a past life readings, and the uh, thought was that, here she is, she's back. Hi, Annette. Sorry. Hi, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and that was my uh, fault. Um, okay, I was no just problem. bringing up. I was just bringing up the fact I threw out a question to you before about past lives that really doesn't have no answer, but it it made you think. It made me think a little. Um, people who say they have spirit guides that are animals, wolves, eagles, ravens, you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm -hmm. Thought was, could the person who feels or feel that they're being talked to or guided by these animal spirit guides, might it be possible that in a past life they wore that animal? You know what I'm saying? So that uh, we'll really not know the answer to that, but it was just a, you know, a thought. Yeah, there, I think there are a lot of people who have really varying views on that topic. Mm -hmm. um, some people think, oh, no, no, as a human, you, you're never an animal. You won't be an animal. But then I think that animals do have spirits or souls or whatever you want to call it, and oh, yeah. that it's not you know, incomprehensible that you could have been an animal or will be an animal next time around. You know, I mean... You know? Um, Sometimes a dog has actually more feelings for its owner than somebody that's human. You know what I'm saying? So toward that same person. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they have unconditional love. So, um, okay, we got another caller. The number is 405-917. 405-917, are you there? Yes, hello. Hello, who are we hello. talking to? My name is Angela. Hi, hey, Angela. Angela. You, yeah, she emailed me or she... She hit me up on the chat and said, are you the Angela that said you wanted a reading? Yes. <laughs> and you're in Oklahoma? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right, Angela. Let me gather the stones here. How's the weather out there now, Angela? Cold. Cold? Cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we feel it here, too. <laughs> A lot of the lucky ones that have power. Yeah. Angela, are you a cat lover? No. No? Okay. <laughs> Only because my cat like doesn't usually come around when I'm doing this, and he's all over the place right now. Okay. Um, in this particular past life, I'm going to say that you were definitely a woman. The pattern is oh, textbook, a five-pointed star. Um, the way I read this for you, Angela, um, points of the star are money, gifts, home, and negativity of a conflict. Now, I'm going to, and conflict is one of the other partners, um, I'm going to say that things that went uh, awry for you in this lifetime were brought on by some kind of a conflict, uh, probably of a, of a large nature. For example, a war, um, a famine, a, a religious uprising, something of this sort. And the center of the star shows me that you and your husband um, were really just caught right, or you and that person who was a man who, in your lifetime, um, because it's not showing me that you were married at the time that this conflict happened, it was very confusing for both of you. Um, 
perhaps you were separated in some way um, or forced to be apart or because of this conflict um, you were advised that you should not be together. Okay, for whatever reason, maybe you were of different races or perhaps you were of different um, religious backgrounds or something of that nature. Uh, you were kept apart um, until this conflict comes to an end or you find a way to escape it. Okay. I'm going to say that because the, the points of the star, one being money and one being gifts, is that someone outside of this conflict sees that you two should be together or that you have unbelievable love or for some good reason they give you the money as a gift so that you are able to break away from this, that scenario and be together. Because as the star progresses down, the shape of the star, um, I'm seeing family or in marriage, so you, you are able to be married. I see home and comfort right on top of each other. So you're able to get away from this conflict and be wed. You know, I almost feel like it's something oriental. Uh, oriental? Oriental. Uh -huh. Yeah, like maybe there was some type of, um, you know, a war or maybe two warring families. Something like that. Okay. And as far as um, you were able to make a life good enough to be able to educate your children and to make sure that they had fine living quarters and so forth, um, Death and transition are, and spirituality are right off the board, so I'm not even going to include them. So I'm, I'm going to stop there and just say that the, the biggest thing that this lifetime helped you achieve was, that, was being able to overcome a great, an enormous obstacle to be with the one you love mm -hmm. and to you know, raise a family with great success because of the help of another. So you learned to accept, to be accepted of gifts. Um, I, I really feel like, you know, this Oriental thing, you know, they have great pride and honor, and it's so hard to break the rules. But you had to do so in order to, to live the life you wanted to live. Okay. And probably outside and away from everyone you ever knew. So great strength, and you kind of had to recreate your own honor. Very, very powerful lifetime. I'm gonna. I'm thinking. Cool. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome, thank Angela. You. Thank you, Angela. Mm -hmm. Now, on that one, you normally give uh, readings for callers or people who call you for a personal reading. It's more than just you know. This is just a tiny version of what you do. Basically. This is a tiny version, absolutely. Yeah. Um, t what I would normally do is um, chat with the person a little bit. I would do a tarot reading just mm -hmm. to, get, to give us both an idea of where they are in this lifetime. Yeah. Um, are there any, re you know, because there are, can possibly be so many lifetimes, it helps us better pinpoint what they need to know. You know, if they just want to be entertained, that's a different story. Right. But if they want to know why they're always going back to the same type of a partner or why mm -hmm. they think like they're, they're always poor, or whatever it is, you know, yeah. that helps us then draw out the lifetime or lifetimes that they need to know about in order to answer their questions about this particular lifetime. Let's give your email address where they can contact you. Absolutely. Um, it is fairyring at hughes.net. So that's F-A-I-R-Y. R-I-N-G at Hughes, H-U-G-H-E-S dot net. Okay, cool. And we'll give that a little later in the show, too. Uh, we have another caller. Okay. And let, let me just give our number again, 646-915-9653. The caller we have online is area code 704-297. That's 704-297. Are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, who are you? Hello. Hi, my name's Lisa. I'm from Shelby. Hi, Lisa. Tomorrow. What area are you I'm from? Sorry. Shelby, North Carolina. Okay. North Carolina. Oh, we're going to be visiting North Carolina in a few days. <laughs> How's <laughs> weather? It was oh, the weather out there. A few days, but now it's got cold. Oh, oh well, okay. maybe give it a few days. It might change, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have any snow oh, out there or anything? 
I'm sorry? Is there any snow or anything going oh, on no. out there? Oh, okay. like that yet. <laughs> okay. I'm the one with all the cats. Oh, you're the one with all the cats? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you, have you been on the line for a while? Because <laughs> they're in here hooting and hollering and having fun and jumping all over me. <laughs> oh, when you said that, I just knew it was because of me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you're our cat girl. Okay. <laughs> all righty. Here we go. I'm going to toss the stones. Okay, wow, this is a really wide open one. Okay, um, in this lifetime, you're definitely a woman. Not getting any guys tonight, I don't know why it is. Um, definitely a woman. This spread, I see a Celtic cross. Um, automatically, the first thing I think of is ancient Ireland. Okay? okay. I'm thinking the time of when perhaps um, Brige or Brigid, Bridget, was honored as the goddess there. Okay. This is prehistoric almost. <laughs> uh, yeah. And um, later on, after patriarchal religion came to be um, in that part of Europe, um, they called her St. Bridget. Okay. So that the people could still honor her, but they could get around it by being, you know, you know, and God was the guy instead of the goddess. Right. Okay. So, um, in this lifetime itself, okay, hold on here. <laughs> My husband always tells me, don't don't always say, um, honey, just pause. <laughs> okay. Not a bad habit, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I know, we all have to try, you know, when we were trying to bide for time to figure things out here. Um, I see that you experience um, no negativity in this lifetime coming from an outside source. I mean, everyday things, oh, you broke a pan, a plate, those kinds of things, yes. But outside negativity doesn't seem to bother you. Um, I think that you were very oh, calm, serene, um, very at one, at peace with the, with the earth. You probably lived a life that was very um, secluded, you didn't, a lot of people didn't come and go. You weren't in like a village. You were probably out on a rolling hill somewhere living a very secluded life, okay? But very happy with that. No problems whatsoever. Um, I do see that you were married. Um, children, no. No children this oh, time. Strange. Yeah, no children like, this time. I'm the same way now. Um, I do see, and this is unusual, that my uh, my male child um, is turned on its side. So it's almost as if perhaps there was a miscarriage or if there had been a baby, it was lost very early, possibly at birth. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, now, spirituality plays a big role, but this is... Like I say, not going to church, anything. I mean, you are living off the land and are at, as one with it. So you are your spirituality is all about how you feel about the earth and the thing, the trees, the animals, you name it. You follow me? Yes, I do. Okay, good. Okay. It's what I long for now. It's what I dream about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, honey, another it's time to build that earth ship. <laughs> uh, that another one of those having a dreams, and that about what you're reading. You know? Uh, yeah, one of those. Uh, yeah. Couple, those I've been, I've yeah. been researching going to Ireland, and I don't know why. <laughs> oh, you're kidding me. I'm not kidding. <laughs> My I love what actually, that happens. His, his family's from Ireland, and we're thinking about going there. Unbelievable. I'll tell you what, the middle of this Celtic cross is peace and harmony. I mean, if if you did make a journey like that, even if it's just for the sake of the journey, I think it would bring you so much peace for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. It would really tie you back to this particular lifetime you led before. Um, if there's anything that you can find that you can read up on, uh, you know, on goddess worship in Ireland, I think that's going to put you that much closer to answering your questions that you have about this lifetime now. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, like I said, they called her St. Bridget later, so sometimes okay. and it's B-R-I-G-I-D in a lot of the text that talks about um, the ancient stuff. Okay. Yeah, Brigid or Bij, if you say it in Gaelic. Bij. Bij. Like, like a breeze, only with a G-E. <laughs> Bij. Got it. 
Yeah. Um, it's just that, yeah, and money is not even on the table here. I mean, this had nothing to do, this is not about, no money was involved. You probably just, you know, raised goats or something very peaceful and, yeah. How about I cats? <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Same thing. <laughs> <Do> they cats. <laughs> goats give better milk and wool, or, or I mean, you know, and sheep give wool. Cats are just really friendly. <laughs> Pot and keep the mice out of the barn, you know. Right. Um, perhaps I don't say anything about cats here, but <laughs> I'm getting a feeling a feeling of like sheep and goats. Okay. You know. Why? Well, thank you so much. Oh, you're more than welcome. Enjoy Ireland when you get there. I know you will go. Thank you so much. It means blessed be Lisa. Blessed be. Bye bye, Lisa. That's a sweet call, isn't it? Oh, she's a kindred spirit. I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Uh, Say, if callers, if you're interested in calling, does the number is 646-915-9653. And that I might have, you've done a past life for me in the past, I might ask you to do one again before the show's up. So, um, yeah, because uh, we know we got, I have many. So, but I would like to, um, our next show is December 30th. And on that show, Annette, what would you say? It was about 2003 in that you did an interview with Jim, who was um, claimed to be haunted by demons and everything. Yeah. And uh, it's when we had our cable show in Chicago. We actually had a cable TV show. So uh, we've been there, done that. Uh, for those that are attempting to do it, uh, we've already done it. And <laughs> it was, so we're it really was, more than a year old, aren't we, Ed? <laughs> uh, we're a little older. Well, you and I have been around a while, girl. So, um, but this show that we're doing now has been a year this month, and uh, it's our creation. But we're going to give you a little intro, lead the people, plus it allows me to hear how's, how it's going to sound when we play the interview. So I'm going to play a minute or two of that interview right now. Okay. Hello, I'm Annette. Welcome back to the Unexplained World. I am a witch with the Covenant of the White Heart and its high priestess. I also run a tavern in Blue Island, Illinois called Potion Sandwich and Brew. I'm here today with Jim. When Jim and I first met, he was having poltergeist infestations. Jim, can you tell us a little bit about how that got started? Well, just all kind of strange things started happening, and uh, things that aren't supposed to happen. Uh, and uh, you couldn't really talk about it, because, you know, people would think you're crazy. I'd be laying in bed trying to go to sleep, and they'd be pulling on my feet and my socks, you know. My sock would actually be, like, four inches off my toe, you know. I'd look, and there's nobody there. They'd be rapping on the window. There bright lights flashing in, in my uh, bedroom window. Uh, they'd tap on the window. I'm on the third floor, you know. Uh, they'd slam cabinet doors, open dresser drawers, and close them. Uh, the lights get real bright, like in the bathroom when I come in. They turn the, the TV on and off, lights on and off. Uh, let's see. Do they seem very frightening in the very beginning? No, not, not at first they weren't, you know, but then in the end it, they got pretty bad, you know. Uh, like in the end I saw devils and, you know, all kinds of stuff, but, uh. How many were there? Well, at one point I counted 43. There was at least 43, because they were zooming in and out of room, you know, but, uh, I counted 43, so there's at least 43. Okay, that's just a little preview of it. Uh, Jim goes deeper into it, what he did to get rid of the demons and stuff like that. Uh, the, the nice thing about it is Annette didn't give her views. It was actually just an interview to find, to find out what was going on and uh, what he did about it. Um, we haven't heard from him since. Have you, Annette? No, I have not. Well, not, yeah. you know, not being in Blue Island anywhere anymore. Yeah, yeah. He would not know how to contact me unless it's through this show. Yeah, but, or the uh, website and, you know. Yeah, no, I never have nothing. heard. You know, I think he found peace and was able to move on and even kind of found a new spirituality for himself. And uh, I hope he's doing really well. Yeah, he, he, was really, he was really troubled when he came to me. And uh, I think I, when we said goodbye to each other, I think he was feeling much better. So that's good. Yeah, he talks about uh, the spirituality that he found, you know, during the interview he talks about and stuff like that. And um, if people want to see the actual uncut version of the cable show, that interview, just go to theunexplainedworld.com, 
go into the video section, and you will see that in a couple of other videos that we took from our radio show, our, TV, our cable show when we had it. Plus, you get to see how beautiful Annette is, too. So, <laughs> Thank you, Ed. Yeah. So, uh, and also on the 30th, we did a program um, probably about six or eight months, eight months ago, where I did my version of the Circle of Energy on the, on the radio in attempts to raise spirits in the people's homes. And we actually received a couple of emails, but one, remember, and that was the lady whose father actually appeared oh, that's in their house. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, she thanked us for it, for doing the, what, what I did. And here's a little bit of what will be on the broadcast December 30th. So let me, uh, I want to definitely start out with a disclaimer, okay? Uh, first, the disclaimer. Listeners, you're listening out of your own free will and choice to do so. It is your responsibility to know if this experience is something you can handle emotionally and mentally. If you think you can't handle it or others in your household cannot handle it or if you have infants present, my suggestion is to shut off the show now. Okay, some of the information on my part on what I will be doing and won't be doing. I will not go into a trance. I will not call upon some Indian medium to contact spirits. I will not speak in tongues. I will not ask for permission of the spirits. If there is no need to, as it has been granted, as we were and will be again a spirit and part of the spiritual world. So it's my internal belief that we are already welcome. And by participating and listening to this broadcast, you're taking it upon yourself to welcome the spirits into your home. Okay? So, um, like I said earlier, sit back, relax. If you got recorders going, whatever, turn them on, get them ready. Um, I want to start off with helping you to relax, help you to Okay. We'll take care the rest of both, both broadcasts. Uh, listen on December 30th, Sunday night at 9 o'clock. So, uh, remember that one too, Annette? <laughs> I do, yes. <laughs> Lots of things were raised that night, I think. <laughs> yeah, remember uh, we even Even in people book. when they listen to the archives, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We even had uh, Ursula Bielski. She was going to be on before. And we also, you'll be able to hear at the end of that rebroadcast that I'll be playing where she attempted to call in about a minute before the show, all the electricity in her whole place went out. Boom. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And she was only able to get in the last three minutes or so of the show. And you could hear her response when she called. She was still a little shaken. So um, it will be interesting. A good night to turn down the lights, turn up the computer, the sound, the volume, and uh, see what happens with both interviews uh, on December 30th. And let's just a reminder, January 7th, Monday night, I will be doing readings at Champs and Burbank. For more information, just visit the website, theunexplainedworld.com. And uh, so Annette won't be with us. Well, there's a possibility. She may be, but more than likely you won't be with us on December 30th um, because you're going to be in coming back from North Carolina, right? Yeah. It really just depends upon traffic, attitudes of children in the car. Attitude of everybody in the car, basically. <laughs> right. Do we need to stop? Do we need to keep driving? Uh, you know, you never know. <laughs> right, depending on how the weather is. But um, yeah. I, will, I will teach you one day how to, you know, do what I'm doing on this end and uh, leave you run with the show one night. But, um, <laughs> Um, how is the weather out by you right now? Um, the weather is um, okay. It's mild. You know, it's cold, but mm -hmm. there's no snow coming down. It's, yeah. uh, you know, we have inches, <laughs> like everybody else around Chicagoland. And callers, if you want to have a past life reading, call area code 646-915-9653. Well, Annette, you want to uh, give me a... Uh, 
give me a give me a try with sure. another past life. See what you come right. up with. All right, here we go. <clears throat> okay. Well, hey, you're not a woman. <laughs> the first one tonight. <laughs> I hope so. All right, go ahead. Okay. Now this one is in the shape of a snake. This is awesome. Mm. Um, the head of the snake is gifts and women. Um, hold on now. Let's see. Um, Just okay, first of all, let me a, say this about a... Oh, go ahead, what? Just go ahead. Remember, it's a past life. It ain't today, so... <laughs> right, 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 right. No, well, first of all, a snake, you know, that's my totem animal, actually. Okay. And a snake um, is able to um, shed its skin and be refreshed anew. So, mm-hmm. in other words, you're able to cast off that which is negative and begin over again. Okay. Okay, when you have a snake as your totem or as your power animal, whatever. Um, so I would say that in this lifetime, you were one who could reinvent yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, be able to cast off that which didn't work and start anew, start afresh. Okay. Which is really not that much different from today. You have a little mm-hmm. bit of that left in you, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, the head of the snake itself here is... Um, spirituality and women and gifts are kind of all in alignment like the head of the snake. They're actually stacked right uh, next to and a bit on top of each other. So I'm going to say that this means that um, the, uh, your spirituality um, was one that was very um, gentle and um, um, at the risk of, you know, don't be homophobic here, but I want to say it's very feminine, it's very gentle, it's very um, caring um, to a point where maybe you were um, probably like a healer, okay? Think of yourself kind of like this, this spirituality put you in a very like maternal role, very caregiving, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were very spiritual and... And the reason I say healer is because I'm seeing gift with this, so it's like a gift from above that that plays into this. And um, you do this at a time when there's a great confusion. Um, Again, this could be a war, a... Oh, you know, could be so many horrible things that happen in life that that leave one confused. Um, And conflict is, like, right in alignment on the spine of the snake with that. So I'm going to have to say this is a a war issue or something along the lines where (laughs) great confusion is brought on by some big conflict. Um, You are not personally negatively affected by it, but I think that your caregiving is what helps those around you, okay? You're able to cast off that negative energy that's from this conflict, but I think that you help those who are affected um, be, uh, not cured, but be um, healed, okay? Um, You have an extreme change that comes upon you. Um, this is the death stone. It can also be transfer- transformation. It's mm-hmm. right in the center at the, fir- at the second curve of the snake. The, the, the snake is curving like an S with another hoop, okay? Okay. And it's falling right in the middle, which is telling me that you go through some giant transformation where, let's see, you're this healer and... Wow. Something with your family really affects you. Perhaps you have to move or someone who is in your immediate family, perhaps it's they who pass, and that really changes you. You then you then are very far from this conflict and those that you were helping during the conflict. You more put your energy later on in your life into um, education, and this is where you finally start making some money. Um, you perhaps are able to teach others to do the healing that you were gifted with naturally. Okay? Okay. 
um, you build your home. Uh, let's say you have like some kind of a home or workshop where people come to you in an environment that is meant that they come to stay there with you to, as like apprentices or as to learn this healing art. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I'm thinking this is in mid to late 1800s. Mhm. You know, this is okay. not not a real backward time. It's kind of at the forefront of uh, you know, industrial revolutions and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Healing yeah. arts Ed, on that last lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Not unusual. That doesn't sound crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't come out. I still haven't come out of the um, closet about that. So um, the healing closet, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe you're just waiting for a transition to come along and <laughs> just yeah. do it back. Just do it backwards this time. Uh, callers, you could uh, listeners, you could call six four six nine one five nine six five three. I informed Annette, and this is for the rest of the uh, radio broadcasters out there that are listening to the show or who may listen to the archives, I am working on creating a radio station that other podcasts, let's say blog radio personalities, can also be, their show can be broadcast on. So um, if there's anybody that's listening that's interested, feel free to message me and uh, I'll get you uh, updated on all that's going down and how to become part of that. So um, that's that's where that's at. And that you mentioned that there was a, uh, I don't know, an email or somebody that can be contacted for Absolutely. the server of the soldiers. Yeah, go ahead. Let me tell you about that. Um, you want to go to um, a site called AuntNancyUSA.com. So it's A-U-N-T-N-A-N-C-Y-U-S dot com. Now, Aunt Nancy is actually an aunt of a soldier who serves in, has served in Iraq. And she discovered that by speaking with him in letters and phone calls that there are so many soldiers that are, feel very alone. And, you know, you're plucked out of America, you're thrown into Iraq of all places, completely different scenery, completely different people, everything, just ex- very extremely different. You're very lonely and so forth. Um, a lot of times these soldiers don't have anybody who will even write them a letter. And Aunt Nancy decided that what she would do, she would have these soldiers sign up with her um, to, as I, as I understand it, to have their name put on a list that if somebody back here, back home here would like to just write a letter to somebody to make them feel better um, or to even say thank you or Merry Christmas or... Happy birthday, whenever that is. <laughs> um, you could sign up, and I'll tell you what, my my mommy's club um, did this for Christmas. We just I read about Aunt Nancy, and I talked to her, and she signed us up with two soldiers, so our moms could write and you know give encouragement and so forth during the Christmas holidays. And uh, I'm going to keep it up all year long. My two ladies will be there until September of 2008, so they're, they're still in for a long haul. And Aunt Nancy asks that if anybody has, um, you know, little trinkets they want to send, they'll, they'll take, oh, things like mic- microwave popcorn or batteries, decks of cards, um, phone cards. They send a bunch of phone cards so they could call their families back home at Christmas time. Um, things like that, you know, kids, mm-hmm. kids artwork, photographs of just America. You know, <laughs> anything yeah. to boost their day. They can't carry a lot of big stuff around with them, but... Um, so if you're interested in finding a source to help boost a soldier's day um, or his entire stay, um, AuntNancyUSA.com is a place to go. It's repeatable, and she puts you in. She was telling me she just had in one week 1,700 responses to a magazine article of one of which I read. That's how I got turned on to it. And wow. yeah, she took. I mean, she answered me within a day. Wow. <laughs> 1700 email responses and she answered me in a day and I told her who I was and what I was thinking about and she got back to me the next day with these two names so give the uh, web page one more time um, it is Aunt Nancy 
AuntNancyUSA.com. So A-U-N-T-N-A-N-C-Y-U-S-A.com. Yeah, remember those soldiers. Remember, they're um, they're there because they have to be. And um, um, whatever you feel about what's going on, it's not they're they're not the ones to blame. They're just following orders. So, and they're just um, they're regular American citizens, just like you or I, who probably yeah. got involved in the services to get a college education, and now they're sitting in a sand hole. Yeah. And you think we should play that? You think we should play that tribute one more time? Uh, I think we should, Ed. Yeah. For those that um, they have came on late. So. And if you're listening in Iraq, we love you and thank you. Yep. Hold on and we'll be right back. the night before Christmas, he lived all alone in a one-bedroom house made of plaster and stone. I had come down the chimney with presents to give to see just who in this dwelling did live. I looked all around, a strange sight to see. No tinsel, no presents, not even a tree. No stockings on the mantel, just boots filled with sand. On the wall hung pictures of far distant lands. Medals and badges, awards of every kind. A sobering thought came alive in my mind. This house was different. It was dark, it was dreary. I had found the home of a soldier. I could see that most clearly. The soldier lay sleeping, silent, alone, curled up on the floor in this one-bedroom home. His face was so gentle, the room in such disorder, not at all how I pictured a United States soldier. Was this the hero of whom I'd just read, curled up on a poncho, the floor for a bed. Then I realized the other families that I saw this night owed their lives to soldiers who were willing to fight. In the morning round the world, children would play. Grown-ups would celebrate a bright Christmas day. But they all enjoy freedom each month of the year because of soldiers like the one lying here. I couldn't help but wonder how many lay alone on a cold Christmas Eve in lands far from home. The very thought brought a tear to my eye. I dropped to my knees and I started to cry. The soldier awakened. I heard his rough voice. Santa, don't cry. This life is my choice. I fight for freedom. I don't ask for more. My life is my God, my country, my core. The soldier rolled over and drifted to sleep. But I couldn't control it, and I continued to weep. I kept watch for hours. So silent and still, as both of us shivered from the cold night's chill. I didn't want to leave him on that cold, dark night, this guardian of honor, so willing to fight. Then the soldier rolled over with a voice soft and pure. He whispered, carry on, Santa. It's Christmas Day, all's secure. One look at my watch, I knew he was right. Merry Christmas, my friend. May God bless you this night. That's a song. It's uh, Soldier's Silent Night. You could download it at the webpage, soldiersilentnight.com. It comes on right away when you get there. It also has the lyrics and everything else. So um, I thought it was very nice when I heard it. And, uh, it is. Yeah. It is. So is uh, Santa all set at your house, Annette? <laughs> well, first they, we have the Holly King at Yule. <clears throat> okay. And then we'll go to Grandma and Grandpa's 
for mm-hmm. Santa and Christmas with okay. Grammy, yeah, in North Carolina. <laughs> okay. What is uh, so they, those boys get the best of both worlds? My crazy yeah. pagan stuff and their <laughs> grandma and grandpa's just stuff. <laughs> now is Yule the same date as uh, Christmas? No, or? It's, the, it's the winter solstice, so it usually falls like around the twenty-first. Okay. We're going to celebrate okay. on the twentieth this year, just the way things work with the trip. But uh, yeah. When you go? When you leaving? Um, towards the end of the week. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool. Well, I hope you have us. I'll be thinking of you while you're gone. Thank so. you. I'll still have my cell phone with me if you need me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I should be able to hold the floor down. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. As people know, I pretty much go in hibernation, try to do uh, um, what I have to catch up with the websites, create new things and stuff like that for during these winter months. I'm not too much of a outdoorsy uh I'm outdoor all day during the day so why play in it at night, you know? But um anything that you want we got about three minutes left in that. Anything uh you look forward to in uh two thousand and eight? Wow. Peace on earth please. <laughs> I just want to say one thing about Yule is that, you know, the winter solstice, what that scientifically what that means is that um it will be the longest night of the year, and the days will begin to lengthen instead of shorten, as we've been experiencing lately. So a lot of people, if you're out there and you're feeling kind of a oh heaviness, and it's always so dark, I know a lot of people have that sunlight deprivation problem, um, know that it's about to get better. <laughs> try to find some relief in knowing that the sun is going to be returning more and more and more each day and try to find hope and tranquility in that to get through the, the darkness of the winter. Um, winter is a time when we should turn introspective and look at our lives so that as the sun increases, so we may um, increase our prosperity and move closer to our personal goals and so forth. So as that sun builds more and more, so should our uh, it, work towards building our goals strengthen. So okay. we're making a turning point here, people. Hang in there. <laughs> okay. Give your uh, email address one more time if anybody wants any readings by you, past life, future, present. <laughs> I'm at fairyring at hughes.net. Okay. Fairyring at hughes.net. Okay. Right. We got two minutes to go. I think we'll end the show with... Uh, our normal song that we usually play at the end, and remember December thirtieth, we're going to have the uh, we're going to be back on and have the two the interview and the rebroadcast of uh, trying to raise spirits. And remember also uh, give the show a ranking. Also, if you want, make us a favor. And remember, we'll be working on a radio sh- show and. Uh, somebody asked me to type in your email address again on the chat. It's fairy, F-A-I-R-Y. Yeah. Ring, R-I-N-G. Uh-huh. At? Hughes, H-U-G-H-E-S dot net. That N-E-T. Okay. There it is. It's up there. And Annette, thank you for the last year. Oh, thank you, Ed. And... Listeners, thank you for listening, and we will see Happy you. Happy Yule, December, Merry Christmas, and we'll see you December thirtieth. And that I'll call you in a couple minutes. Blessed Bye-bye. be.